Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HTS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo eSports podcast. And guess what? We got some Halo eSports to talk about today. It's exciting stuff. My name is, well, actually, let's just do this first. This is episode 135 for the week of July 12th, 2020. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and this week I'm joined by the man in the next golf shirt and <laughs> HTS Pro Talk hat, Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you on this Sunday afternoon? Doing fine, man. How are you? I'm good. Good. That's good. I'm good. I'm freshly showered. Yeah. You know, just feeling that's feeling feels nice. so fresh and so clean, clean, as right. as the hip kids would say. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. If you're tuning in live, welcome to the live show. Josh, it's good to see you as well. Yes, the show notes link is updated for this week's show. I can promise you on that one. And then... Speaking of show notes, Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode? What do you got? We have some big community tournament announcements. We have the NAHL roster updates to go through. We have the Xbox Game Showcase for July has an official date. Halo 3 has an official release date for PC. And we also have a few topics including COVID-19, Halo 5 on PC, Halo Infinite, and finally, Ubisoft cleans house and provides a statement. Um... That information pertaining to Ubisoft is in regards to the sexual harassment allegations and everything that's been going on as well. So we're going to talk about that later on in the show. But without further ado, Will, let's get into some competitive Halo news. The Halo European Nations Cup has been announced. This is by Europa Halo and Divine Mind. So is Halo coming home? This is a reference to, like, uh, soccer or football, right? Um, no Euros football this year. Well, how about some European Halo action? Players play for the nation of their birth or country they call home. National rivalries comes to the comes to the fold again with countries such as England, Ireland, France, Germany, Italy, Netherlands, Scotland, Wales, Spain, Portugal, Belgium, Sweden, Finland, Switzerland, all expected to line out. It's a lot of countries. South Africa will be accepted due to previous cups in Europa Halo, but how is it going to be structured? There will be a round-robin group stage and a single elimination bracket to follow. Here are the rules. No Smurf accounts are allowed. Don't fucking do it. If a player uses an account different to the one registered, they will be disqualified immediately. So again, don't fucking do it. European region only with exception to a few cases. Message an admin for clarification. Admins reserve the right for common sense ruling and party identify uh, identity checks if required. Countries with large signups can have two teams standard, but their strength will be split across the teams, not a higher tier team over a lower tier side. More teams may be allowed if there's an overwhelmingly big signup for that country. Using the HTS team arena game types and modes with some maps to be excluded to be announced. Full rules to be linked here in advance within the week before event. And players must be on the Europa Halo Discord to play and assure their place. Link can be found in the description or pinned on Europa Halo Twitter page, linked in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. And this will be taking place on the 26th of this month. Next up, GT Halo. They announced their next quarantine schoolyard event. So for those who may not have been paying attention, there was... Will, can you run us no. through? <laughs> One, two, and three. In, in a different language, yes. <laughs> so now there's our fourth one. Um, the fourth edition has arrived. Register for the Halo 5 HTS Grassroots Quarantine Schoolyard with your duo to where you'll be matched with another duo 
to compete in the 44 tournament. Great opportunity to gain experience with people learning. On July 19th, 2020, that's next week, at 12 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, prizes include HCS Grassroots nameplates, lessons with HCS Pro players, GT Halo apparel, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, and Microsoft Store online gift cards. You can check out the sign-up doc in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Do you have to be from Canada, since it's Greater Toronto Halo, to play? Oh, Canada! I don't think so. Just open to anyone. It's just where they're located. Yeah, I think oh. it's I think it's open to everybody. Okay. I was curious. Yeah, I was curious. Yeah. Also, uh, why not? Welcome to the live hey. show. Speaking of which, thanks for shitting on us last night. Yeah, yeah. That sanctuary game. That w- that was sarcasm. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was fun. What's up, Justin? How's it going? We got fucking destroyed in that game, uh, and then. It's open to everyone. Good there to know. It is. Good to know. There it is. Also, what is up, Dave? Welcome back as well. What time is the UB show? That's a great question. And guess what? We'll have that later on in the show. I can promise you, though, it will not be taking place during this show. Okay? See what I did there? Or you can cheat, and you can look ahead in the Google Doc, the show notes of the show, and you can find out. But I put it in there. But it's not during the show. It's not during the show. Well, it's 12 p.m. where we are, Josh, so... What, what, 11 a.m., I'm assuming, Pacific time? Correct. So it's 12 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time, which means it's 2 p.m. Central, which we, means our show will be done before that. We, we've run a couple hours before. I already know our show's going to end before okay. that. Well, then there you go, guys. You heard um, it here first. Not a long episode today. But yes, <laughs> uh, Josh did not say Pacific Daylight Time at first. And yes, that is the pre-show, not the actual presentation, which starts at 12 to our time. So there you go. Moving on. Yes. <laughs> Calgary Halo announces the final Microsoft Store event online. This is by Calgary Halo. Update. Okay. I'm So this is in all caps. Okay. So you know what the fuck I'm going to do? Update July 25th, Canada-wide event. The final Microsoft Store event. 2v2 Halo 3 on PC. 2v2 Halo 5 on Xbox. More details soon. This event is online. Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> We're getting seats for sale just five bucks. <laughs> That's what that I'm sorry. Yeah. It's great. Where you can see your favorites such as Grave Digger. You must have watched that. Oh, little- dude, it was on all the fucking time, dude. Come on. Are you kidding me? So there you go. That's that. <laughs> oh, my God. Josh says the actual show is going to have new announcements. Obviously. It's their E3 press conference, Josh. We know this. It's their E3 press conference without being E3. That's right. That's what this is. That's exactly what this is. Uh, why not says that seemed accurate. Thank you. You're welcome. If it's in all caps, that's what it is. What it is. Um, okay. Next news story. Hydra Gaming announces a tournament. We already talked about this briefly, but we didn't have actual details. Now we have some details. So this is by Hydra Gaming over at Twitter. We are proud to announce another 4v4 Halo Ladies tournament. The tournament starts on August 1st. At 3 p.m. Eastern Standard, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard. Spread the word and drop a follow for more updates coming soon. So, there's that. Uh, it's on console. That is what we know. So, but we don't know if it's like, if it's an MCC tournament or Halo 5. I think it's Halo 5. I'm not entirely certain, though. I think it's Halo 5, though. But we'll have more information later. And then finally, our last competitive new uh, Halo news story. We have HCS announces a new video series. This is by HCS. Introducing 
Halo Game Sense, a video series where we dive into the minds of Halo players to learn how they pull off insane plays. Check out our kickoff installment featuring HCS Grassroots partner Ishi Vids, hosted by Shyway. Video is awesome. It's short, sweet, to the point, and uh, check it out. Why not says Halo 5. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Dave says, did you guys see Devolver Digital's E3 show announcement yesterday? Super unique. Act, uh, yeah. Dave, have you watched their past three? It's always something special. It is. I've, I haven't, I didn't see the announcement yet, but is it something? Let's just say, so obviously it goes fucking bonkers well, yeah. like usual, but what really blew me away, they had Shuhei Yoshida from Sony. Mm -hmm. They had Phil Spencer from Microsoft. Really? Yep. And they had Bennett Foddy from getting over it with Bennett Foddy. The game where, like, you swing the hammer, yep. you try to get higher and yep. higher. He was on there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the fuck? It, it, these, the people were just popping up out of fucking nowhere. Oh, and then they had the meme. Like, I'm not, I'm really not spoiling anything. I'm not talking about any games that were actually announced. But uh, the really funny one was um, the, so every, the, one of the memes online is that, oh, my uncle works at Nintendo. Oh, yeah. Right? So they had the uncle that works at Nintendo oh. <laughs> show up. It was really funny. It's, it's really good. Highly recommend it. Um, and then Dave says they also released a game that markets the games. They did. So on Steam right now, free to play, is I, I think it's called the Devolver. Um, oh, my God. Devolver Game Land or something? No, that's not right. It's it's like it's like if you went into an arcade. Yeah. Yeah, or like a museum or something like that. But, yeah, it has all the marketing for their Devolver Land Expo, Josh said it. So there you go, Devolver Land Expo. Oh my god! Yeah, it's fucking. It's it's free to play, and all it does is promote other games. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Alrighty then. It's pretty sweet. Okay. Well, that's it for the competitive Halo news. Upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. Um, Maddie, we're still fucking waiting, bro. Where's that merch yet? I'm waiting. You're going to keep waiting. I want to throw money at him. That's what I want to do. I want to take money and I want to throw it at Maddie. So Maddie, let, why, why are you letting me do this? You're not letting me take money and throw it at your face. I want to throw it at your face. <laughs> um, NAHL North American Halo League season one matches division one week four. Hang em High goes up against In Amber Clad. Charlie Foxtrot goes up against The Banished. Flawless Cowboy goes up against The Flood. And The Maw goes up against Foe Hammer. Division 2 Week 4 matches include Flawless Cowboy going up against The Flood. The Maw going up against Foe Hammer. Hang em High going up against In Amber Clad. And Charlie Foxtrot going up against The Banished. I still don't remember the name of that Bloodhound Gang song. Okay. I still don't. It's a really good song, and I highly recommend it. Though, when I say Charlie Foxtrot, those who know about the Bloodhound Gang song will know what I'm talking about. I have no idea. But I forgot what it is. Yeah, Jordan, you know. Welcome back, Jordan, by the way. You know what I'm fucking talking about. Also, what's up, Shane? Good to see you, man. It is a great song, right? Oh, my God. It's a great song. Okay. July 12th. 
today. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's, thank you. Thank you, Will, for putting me onto that. Halo Australia MCC Online Series Halo 2 Anniversary 2v2, the EU Halo 5 HCS 4v4, and the GT Halo versus Halo Columbia show match are happening today. 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 On Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Where kids' seats are always free because these are taking place online and you can always just watch it in your own convenience and don't have to pay a fucking penny. <laughs> On Tuesday, July 14th. We have the Wesenthal's Halo 2 Lockout SWAT 3v3. On Thursday, July 16th, we have the Big Sky Halo 3 Doubles Tournament. On Saturday, July 18th, we have the Blue Team Tournament's Halo 3 PC 1v1. That's right, Halo 3 PC, because the release date's been announced. And guess what? We were right. I mean, it's, at this point, it's not hard. I know, but I'm still, we're taking credit, all right? It was our decision. We're the ones oh, that contact, yeah. we contact them. At 343 Industries, we're like, hey, motherfuckers, listen here. You're going to release this game when we predict that you will because you guys make the decisions because you guys are big boys and girls and you can do that. Mm. And you don't need our permission. Like how I flipped it. I mean, you got permission from Microsoft. Moving on, the Griffball Tournament's Halo Reach MCC turn. What? I don't know. You're just going off on tangents, <laughs> spreading misinformation out there. What do you mean misinformation? We have no say. We, I know. The, that's what I said. Yeah. I said they can make their own decisions, but it's probably Microsoft that really made the decision. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Griffball tournaments, Halo Reach MCC tournaments taking place on Saturday, July 18th. And the MCC Pro Series tournament number four. The pro tournament number four. The final pro yep. tournament of Halo 2 anniversary of the MCC Pro Series takes place on Saturday, July 18th. And then Sunday, July 19th, Halo Australia MCC Online Series H2A 2v2 and the GT Schoolyard Quarantine Quattra Halo 5 4v4 is taking place on that other Sunday. There you go. That's it for your upcoming tournaments of the week. Dave says, if it ain't announced by HCS Pro Talk, it ain't a legit date. Damn fucking streak. Jordan says, Josh is always lying. Why are you always lying? I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> first... Like, oh my God, stop fucking lying. <laughs> okay. That's all I got. Lying to me. <laughs> oh Will, my God. Yeah. What do we got next? Roster Media. Yes, yes, it's Roster Mania where we talk about rosters we find throughout the week and I butcher the names. So, we got a little info on status quo here. Uh, looks like these were some tweets that, ca that came out. And uh, Jimbo states, free agent for Halo Infinite in EU. Due to possible region restrictions, I've decided to back out from the status quo, status quo squad. Uh, Flame Sword then said, more info to drop in the coming weeks on the team. But first, I want to wish Jim nothing but the best. If EU teams are looking for a player to build their team around, this is the guy and the first player anyone should be looking at. Solid player in and out of the game. So, unfortunately, Jimbo backs out of status quo. Again, we're kind of running into the region issue where EU players are going to continue to play with EU players. I kind of would have wished to seen him join an NA team just because he has that skill, right? He does. He's he's probably 
I'm going to just say arguably for the sake of argument, but arguably the best player in the EU region. Well, he's what you have respectful. Yep. He's great too. I, I have a feeling though, like Jimbo might not be the best overall, like skill wise player, but knowledge based. Like he, sure. Like, I feel like those guys without Jimbo, like they didn't have the right strategy, right? He's, he's probably like the shot caller of the team. Like that, that's why I just see out of Jimbo and he does have the skill to match the other players, but, um, yeah, I think he's more of the like strategist. He can put plays together and hopefully, yeah, he gets on a good team going into infinite. Moving on to the NAHL season one roster update. So in Charlie, or let me, let me rephrase. So Charlie Foxtrot, their division one team now includes Thy Coffee, Sylvanic, Sasori, and Condor. Their Division 2 team is Fireboy, Bolt Shot, Dread Takedown, and Bro Call Sent Me, or Cal Sent Me. And then in their reserves is Snipe N21, Phantom, Adu, and Eternal Alchemy. All right. Nice. Flawless Cowboy. In their Division 1 team is now made up of Simply Fear Me, Nightmare, Excavade, and Glitchy. Division two team is Capri Sun Body Wash. Great name. I do love that name. It's a solid, solid name. Star Killer, which was Luke's last name before they changed it to Skywalker. Um, Whoa. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. We're holding on to that. Qu- I'm going to ask you that question after you're done reading rosters. Um, My voice is cracked. It did. Their Division 2 team for Flawless Cowboy also includes Blind Rapa and Jotiv. The reserves are Memorize It, SG Felon, and Fresh MQN. I'm going to call them Fresh Mannequin because I think that'd be fun. Um, team Fauxhammer, Division 1, includes Aethropex, Bards, Siege, and Monsters. Their Division 2 team is Niwat, Ravager, its Complexity, and S64 Venom. The reserves are Adwalo, IG Vitals, Breezy, and Don't Want No Smoke. Don't Want No Smoke. Hang em High. Division 1 team includes 1-800-GET-5'd, VU, Dreamflies, and LD50. Division 2 team is Sanzaru. Why not be reckless? Why not be reckless? Let me get that out. <laughs> As Asterek and Night Fury. The reserves include Harukai, Mob, Gunshi, Lob, Lobster, and Magikarp. Corp, 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 Magikarp. Corp, In Amberclad, Division 1 includes Financial, Costa Clan, uh, Bastion, and Ripset. Division 2, Revelation, Flurry, Tremor, and Taze. And the reserves are Joyce Lays, Vestal, U Lava, and Emperor Bands. Team the Banished, Division 1 is Yu-Gi-Oh! Tools, Jolly Josh, Drolly, and Brooks. Division 2, Blue Houses, Volunteer, Crusher, and Sinister. And the reserves include Big Daddy, Karnig, Hazak, and that guy Bobski. Team the Flood. The Flood. Division 1, Depths, Nikolai, Sweaty, Rookie, and Reitzker. Division 2, Sushi, Heavy, Left or have wait, yeah, sushi heavy left thumb and Loganator space. And then the reserves include Silver Haze, the kid, and Labau. 
And then Team the Maw, last but not least here, Division 1 is Beastish, A Sunny Shadow, Will Mannion, and Yaddy. Division 2 is QX, Lad Critical, King Box, and Puzzles. And then the reserves include Omni, Recon Slayer, Pistols, Lad, and... Mm. The, I got all the way down to the last player. You did. Atotic? I don't know. AT... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go check out the show notes for that one. <laughs> and that does it for WrestleMania, Josh. And then, um, Dave says this is include the morning announced uh, about hang him, hang him high. So, just an FYI, Vu or Vu has gone inactive. Oh, on hang him high. Gotcha. Yeah, there you go. So he's going to be replaced by someone. More than likely. Probably on yeah. that reserve team. Yep. Or I bet they'd boost up a Division 2. Reserve would go to Division They could. 2 then. That's what I'd do. It's a smart idea. And that's you're what you're div- a smart man, Will. Division 2 is for, right? Is That's your, like, your backups. It's true. It's true your, statement. Or you're your in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True statement. Will, what do we got for the tournament and league recaps of the week? All right. Tournament and League Recaps of the Week. So your NAHL Season 1 matches for Week 3. We just went over the rosters. Let's go over the results. Division 1, Week 3 here. Banish versus Fohammer. Fohammer took it 3-1. The Maw versus Flawless Cowboy. Flawless Cowboy, 3-0. Amber Clad versus Charlie Foxtrot. In Amber Clad wins 3-0. And then the Flood versus Hang'em High. The Flood wins 3-0. Kind of just uh, some domination this week. There was. In Division 2, we had In Amber Clad go up against Charlie Foxtrot. In Amber Clad won by DQ. The Flood against Hang'em High. This one was close. 3-2 going to the Flood. The Banished against Fohammer. Fohammer went up 3-0. And then the Maw versus Flawless Cowboy. Another close matchup this week. The Maw wins 3-2. So a lot more close matches in Division 2 Yep. versus D1. If that continues... I wonder if we'll see some shakeups for the next season. You never know. You never know. I'm hoping so. Want to see a lot closer games. I need to. Uh, I need to look at the overall standings a little bit better myself. I need to. I need to dig in there. All right. Next up, we have the LFTG Halo Five Two v Two. Fifth through eighth, we had Team Twerk, which was Thin and Trossel, Lazy Bros, Mister Geek, and Duke Star Hockey. Team Entity, which was Sylvanic and Omnipresent. And then Team Aeroflex, which was Flex Edwin and Bezelbub. In third through fourth, we had Undeniable, which was Sticka and Fireboy. And then Stray Kids, who must have taken, taken third because they got some money. Uh, Neo SN and No Pro Angel taking home 50 bucks. Second was Demon Mode, which was Jovian and Scariotic taking home $70. And then first place went to Pirates, Infest, and Legend 120 bucks to them. Next up, SWAT Nation Summer Night Classic Halo 5 SWAT 2v2. What a name. What grade? Is that an A? It's sure. I'll give it an A. Perfect. In 7th through 8th, we had Divinity and Infest, and then Divine Damsel, Damsel and Mr. Soul Snipe. 5th through 6th, we had Generic and Super CC, then Madam Carnage and S- NSG Serial. In fourth place, we had Command Station Inbound, 
Third was Queen and Booba Dooboo taking home 100 bucks. Second was Crandipus and Renegade taking home 150 And first went to Calypso and Envor taking home $250. Next up, MCC Pro Series Open Tournament number four. The final one. The final one? Yes. <laughs> Getting down to it here. So in the Open Tournament in fifth through eighth, we had EU Gang, which was Mista, Furish, Thomas, and Wolfus. String Lips, which was Belated Power. I'm going to go with Moldy Ghostly. Ghosty. Um, Italic Ranger. And I don't know how to. Rashiga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next up, Team Birth Control, Clown Lee, Mr. Lulu, Just Improve, and Pandalicious. Team DXR, which was Sprawly, Kneeler, Blakey, and Brett Bourne. Third through fourth, we had Hidden Goats, Snowman, Bunnies, Sayonara, and Obnoxious. We had Without Warning, The Nerd Rage, Twitch Eye, Clean Up, and Win- Wise Winds, taking home 100 bucks. Second was Antimatter, which was Car- Carmea, Sir, or Sire, Creepy Trash, and Stormy, taking home 150 and first went to Minotaurs. This is Smoke You Dig, Wiley Coyote, Razor Blades, and Titan taking home 250 bucks. Awesome. And those are the eight teams that we're going to see compete against the pro teams in the next week's tournament. Hail yeah. to anniversary. It's, uh, it's cool that these, I would say, I'm just going to say lesser known players because they're not on the pro level, right? Right. Um, get a chance to compete in a tournament with them, but I just don't see them making a splash, unfortunately. You never know. Things can happen. I agree, but yeah. Anything can happen, but I agree. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough fight. Unless someone can like pull out fucking ultimate strats that no one's seen before and surprise a team. I, the uh, new splice. Yeah, exactly. For Halo 2 anniversary. It's going to be tough. Sweet. Well, thank you, Will, for going through those. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. All right, we got some topics. To t- well, I, you know what? I can include this in the topics, too. Why the fuck not? So, Will, what would you rather have Luke called? Luke Starkiller or Luke Skywalker? Oh, I see. <laughs> um, I had to bring that back. And then also, before you answer, Dave asked, uh, was that the name of the protagonist in uh, The Force Awakens? Star Killer, and it is. So in Star Wars: Force Awakens, the video game. Yes. Yeah, the the character you play is called Star Killer. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, that that was um, I think that was the initial name for last name for Luke Skywalker. So what, that's that's what it was, and then they changed it. I I like Skywalker better. Star yeah. Killer sounds badass, but then when you look at the character, he's a whiny kid that well, just wants to go see the world. So. So is Anakin. It's like they just transitioned to both, you know? Both yeah. whiny little assholes. Yep. Yeah. And then Luke's just a whiny old man later on in the, in the series. So um, Disney is going to be discrediting the sequel series, by the way. Why? So I heard. I um, liked them. Yeah. Wait. Wait, because like they, the new, new ones? Yeah. The, the 789. 789. Are you fucking kidding me? So they're going to do like um, from now it's all speculation. But apparently they're going to be writing in like fucking like like there's a multiverse like there's alternate timelines. 
And because they're people, going the Marvel route a little bit because they, like a lot of people were upset on how Luke's character was treated because that's not like he wasn't he wasn't the person that should have bec- become a hermit, right? Like that just wasn't sure. It was um, weird. Yeah, it was weird that he like gave up everything and ran away like a little bitch. And then, but yes, it is a it is a rumor, but it has been touched on by a lot of the um. Well, I guess the 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 not Halo, uh, Star Wars YouTubers. Okay, that it's something that could be happening. So, Dave says just redo eight and nine. Okay, and then what? Don't Spider Man this shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then J- Justin says, "Yeah, we don't count the sequel trilogy; only count Legends." Yeah, they're gonna say they might move it into. A different like it's not gonna be canon. It's eleven, eight, and nine. Okay. Just to get my opinion out of the way here, Will, you already know this. I think yeah. I've already said it on the show at one point in time, but I really liked episodes seven, eight, and nine because to me, that was I didn't grow up with Star Wars. Like right. my parents didn't care right. about it. I didn't grow up with the with the prequel trilogy either. So I'm gonna relate this to Halo real quick. Sure. Seven, eight, and nine are to me like what Halo Five is to you. Yeah, yeah, that's what this. Yeah, is. exactly. Like, yeah, you have the the purists who are like one, two, and three are what Halo should be. Right. When we get four and five, and it's different, they're like, whoa, whoa, yeah, <laughs> that's their decision. Exactly. Whoa. <laughs> so not like what the fuck is this, but whoa, there are aspects of those movies that I enjoy. It's like the the story and the idea behind it was good, but the execution on telling the story failed so i don't know i I don't know how i feel about it part so okay chat and will correct me if i'm wrong what is because dave brings up a a good point here um also shot welcome back i'm sorry i didn't welcome you back earlier and then also welcome back to voodoo man good to see you as well um the thing i want to ask is so dave says the original scripts look good before um the director had to step away from eight so my question is, was that director J.J. Abrams? Yeah. Okay, so he was supposed to be the director on 7, 8, and 9. I believe so. Okay, so he stepped away and Ryan Johnson came in for 8. Yep. And then basically the, one of the big complaints, again, correct me if I'm wrong here, but one of the big complaints was when Halo, I mean, Jesus Christ. We're doing when, it. <laughs> when, I know, right? When episode 9 came out, it was a lot of the speculation and uh, some of the detriment and whatnot was he was trying to undo everything that Ryan Johnson didn't eat and make it the way he wanted it to be. Yeah. Okay. So with that in mind, I am going to be the person that says I did not care that much for eight. And I, a lot of people didn't. Right. But a lot of people do like a lot of people do enjoy it, but Jordan being one of them, I think he said, yeah, he said eight was the best. So in my opinion, maybe it would have been, I mean, I do like, I overall, I like this new trilogy probably still above all the other ones, even after watching them recently. Right. Like I still think the seven, eight, nine are my favorites out of all of them in terms of a trilogy, but maybe I'd like them even more. If JJ Abrams was able to do eight and maybe if he was able to do really what he wanted to do, because I heard Disney was very restrictive on what they would allow him to do. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I think, if you look at eight compared to the other 
Like, I was really hoping, you know, after watching 8, I wish there would have been a couple creative differences taken because you can you uh, you can compare 8 to uh, 5, right, when Luke goes to Dagobah to learn from Yoda. Yoda, like, could sense that Luke could be on the dark side or the light side could based on because they know his father is Vader. Yeah. But Yoda's whole thing was just push the light side so that you know, so he could be a good person. Where in eight, when as soon as Luke senses there, there's darkness in in Ray, he's like, "Whoa!" and like backs up. You know, like he two woes. Yeah, yeah. Whoa! <laughs> it's just it's just all like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" Hey, like, Halos one through three going to four and five. Whoa! Yep. <laughs> Luke Skywalker realizing that Ray could be bad. Whoa! <laughs> Let me not touch this one. Um. Voodoo sounds good, man. Looking forward to that tournament as well. Hope it goes really well. Um, Dave says that lots of vision and nine had to correct those missteps. It was good, but it was also empty in the story. What really happened? Jordan says seven was just a rehash of old films, which personally I really liked. And then because like, this is not what Jordan saying. This is what I'm saying, but I liked how seven was a rehash of four, right? Kind of. Yeah. Because to me, it felt like it was my star Wars. Like, yeah, it just it just felt like my Star Wars. That's, I was fine with seven being ba- what felt like a semi recreation of four, um, and then nine was trying to appeal to everyone that was crying. And see, th- my enjoyment of nine was based off of that fucker just did not stop. It just went to plot beat to plot beat, and that can be a huge detriment too, because it didn't give you a time to just fucking like relax. And take the, something in. I think the issue is, is nine is like a good standalone movie. But when you try to like have, I think someone's, I didn't, I Justin, didn't, Justin. Yeah. Like it didn't, the whole trilogy didn't overlap. It didn't have that overarching. Like each movie was its own thing. Yes. And Justin says it honestly just doesn't feel like a trilogy. There's not an overlapping narrative. Each movie feels standalone. Just my opinion. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think if, JJ would have had control of eight. We may have gotten more information that would have made them feel cohesive. Yeah. Maybe some, maybe it would have been more fleshed out. Yep. Yeah. Um, I can agree with that. Yeah. I did. People, people who know me and how I like to watch movies. I like movies with a lot of action in it. Obviously I can sit down and watch a calm movie and whatnot, but I do like action films. I do. And nine to me was that, 100%. Hundred percent. You had some really cool battles, some really cool set pieces, uh, and I, I did think the kiss was fucking stupid. I thought that was oh really dumb between sure. Ray and Ben. I thought it was really forced, for lack of a better term. Um, right, but no, I just no, I really, I I really enjoyed that. And then when you see Emperor Palpatine, like really get a most, if not all, of his power back at that point. And I'm like, the sense, the reason why I like this trilogy a lot more than the other ones is the sense of scale. Because of the new technologies that they were able to bring to filmmaking and whatnot, and the the use of CGI the and all that stuff, since it's gotten so much bigger, and people may disagree, but I would say better, uh, the sense of scale in these films was crazy to me. Like, they're able to do so much more 
And that that fleet at the end of nine looked massive. Like you had all the all the rebel ships coming in as well. It just looked like an actual fucking Star War. That's what it looked like. And Palpatine shooting fucking lightning up in the sky, and it it's all encompassing. <laughs> and you're like, okay, this is awesome. Sure, I I don't disagree with you that. The movie, like the the effects, all that, like it's it's cool in the movie. But when you look at the overarching story between it really was episode there. one to nine, seven, eight, and nine, kind of just meh. they falter. They falter. Yeah. yeah, I can agree with that for sure. And um, George Lucas, the reason he he gave up the Star Wars is because it was always about Anakin's story to him. Sure, it was about Anakin's, you know. From beginning to end, he's he's in one to nine or one to one to six. Right. Um, he has presences. I'll. I mean, flub aside, I'll give you that he was technically in seven, eight, nine with like his presence. Sure. You know. Sure. So. Um, and I think that was a lot of people's. Like someone redid the scene, where um, I believe it. Yeah, it's in nine where. Um, if spoilers, if anyone's worried about star Wars right now in nine, when, um, they're going after the last freaking what was it? The holocron. Yeah. And he's standing after Ray, like hits him, heals him and then leaves him. Yep. Someone redid that scene, but instead of, uh, Han Solo coming back to talk to him, Anakin came and talked to him instead. And it like, it felt so much more like, okay, this is. And then, like, with the whole, like, when Ray hears all the Jedi's voices at the end, like, if there would have been a presence, because, like, um, Palpatine said, like, I am all the Sith, and Ray said, I am all the Jedi. Like, if there would have been, like, Force Ghosts there or something else, they yeah, could have, like, arced you were, it better. You were talking to me that, I think, you told me at one point in time they were thinking about doing all the Force Ghosts, like, behind her. Or something like in that arena, yeah, showing up. Yep. The, I, the they talk about the Abrams cut, right? So the huge thing is about like the Snyder cut of Batman v Superman. Yeah, and that's what, or Justice League, or whatever the fuck it is. I, it might be Justice League. I think it's Justice League. But everybody's like, oh my fucking god, they're doing the fucking Snyder cut. It's coming to HBO Max. Holy fucking shit! I want to see this supposed Abrams cut. Right. Of episode nine. Because, because he this it, sounds way fucking cooler. He had it like over, I think over three hours or something like that. And I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Honestly, because it would what? give you, it would probably give you those segment, segments of, okay, we're going to relax for a minute. We're going to build things back up and then you have your next major thing. Like that's, yeah. Yeah. And then um, another thing too, that first scene where um, Kylo Ren is walking through that, uh, like the woods where the, all the fighting's going on. Yeah, we don't know anything about that. Nope. And, and uh, so in the they have like the freaking book they came out with. That's actually, um, oh my god, Mustafar, which was Vader's castle. That that same planet that he got cut up on. No shit. And that's where Vader's like Vader's freaking place was. Like that was his planet right there. And they didn't show any of that. But he so he was there to get. Jordan says the. He, the Wayfinder, which was a holocron. Should have been a holocron, yes. Okay, but it's called the Wayfinder. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's what he was there for, right? He was to get the Wayfinder to then go to where Palpatine was? Yep. Okay. And they they didn't show any of the like the fighting that was going on. Like there was a there was a lot more filmed for that scene. And they See, they cut it to 
so time. Dave says, um, honestly, the holocron is overplayed. Uh, some many games are about the holocron. Eight and nine, I want both cuts. All right, see you later, Josh. Enjoy that pre-show. Um, but yeah, I I don't. I hope I, we more than likely will never get it. But the Abrams cut, yeah, talk, yeah. I don't think we ever will. I don't think this is going to be a a Snyder cut HBO Max type deal like where it comes to Disney Plus. I don't think this is going to be like a George Lucas. I'm going to edit a few scenes here and there and release them as special editions. I yeah. don't think it'd be like that. I I don't think we'd ever get it. And I really want it. Like this is the thing I really want. The pe- the fact that people are up in arms about a Snyder cut of Batman of us of Justice League. Yeah. I get it. There are fan people out there and if they enjoy that, they want to enjoy it, that's perfectly fine. You by all means live it up. But for me, I just can't. I just, oh man. Uh, Justin says, Josh, I know you haven't, but if you need a show to watch, go through the Clone Wars TV series. Will and I had started watching that. As a matter of fact, we stopped. Okay, so I've watched like maybe 10 to 15 of the first season. Maybe a few more, yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I need to watch all of that. Um, But yeah, the problem is, is that Natana doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. and I don't have a lot of time otherwise, but that might just be my sh- my side show to watch because Billions is on hold right now because of COVID, and that's my one show right now that I watch every Sunday. But, um, and then Justin says, I'm pumped for the Snyder Cut. I loved, uh, I love the JLA, Justice League something. Um, Dave says, shout out to how Finn was shown force sensitive in seven and eight and thrown away in, in nine. Yeah. Like the, his whole, his whole story in nine, like, and I didn't even know, like, I didn't even know until, well, like you told me, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what he was trying to tell her throughout the whole movie was like, he thinks he's force sensitive or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he wielded a lightsaber in seven. Um, a couple of Dave times. also says, "Shout out to Finn, how Finn fi- uh, had a lightsaber in all the six marketing, but uh, never, but nothing came from it." Yeah. Um. Real quick, Jordan. Uh, Jordan says, "I can't. Un- I can't even understand why we're getting the Snyder cut. A movie that ca- that bad can't be fixed when uh, the setup to the film was that bad." Justin says, "I just finished Avatar: The Last Airbender again. Fuck, I love that show. It's a great fucking show." Um. Justice League of America. Got it. Sorry, one of the names they go by. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Dave says, it's because the people understand the difference to it. Lord of the Rings did the same thing. It was it was beloved. The Snyder Cut was the original vision, which was marketed. So we all expected that, but got the bad cut. Okay. can understand that. And then I guess with this Abrams cut, this was mentioned well after the movie had been released. Yeah. Okay. I still want that but cut, though. I want that more than anything. Yep. It was the whole... It's. I, I feel like if they, if they come out with the Abrams cut... They they possibly I don't I don't know could they even save the 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 sequels with with the the Abrams cut in nine I don't think they do like I said I would love I oh Dave says it was mentioned by Abrams before the movie came out okay I thought it was after the movie was in theaters but before it came to like Blu-ray and DVD that's what I thought but clearly I'm probably wrong on that um. Oh, people think he tweeted out after the first preview. Oh, okay, never mind. I'm way off. Um, 
But no, I would I would love for them to be like. And again, I just don't see Disney doing this. It's, right, I think it's a thing. Disney problem. But if Disney came out and were like, I mean, shit. Obviously, DC's on no level compared to Marvel. Like, they're just not. But people really like this. Well, they could developers just, cut thing. They could just be waiting until they need to make some money. The next big box set comes out. Maybe. Well, not a bo- not even a box set. They might just be like, oh, like okay, we're in between Star Wars content right now. Let's release this cut so that people buy a freaking DVD again or whatever it may well, be. Well, something tells me that they have to have an episode seven uh, Abrams cut too. Like something tells me shit had to be cut from that movie. Maybe. So what if we got an Abrams cut trilogy of seven, eight, nine? Possible. But then again, they'd shit on Ryan Johnson and that ain't going to happen. So whatever should we move into the the halo topics yeah yeah we went on a star wars tangent all all started from a star killer versus skywalker question um seven's seven was abram's cut it set things up for eight okay got it and they said disney won't do it they're cowards and an insult to the movie okay we're moving on so our first actual topic of this week holy fuck you're right well we might go over god damn i'm sorry i even asked uh covid19 and halo infinite land events Moses quote tweeted the the Call of Duty League's tweet in regards to them moving the champs online. Yep. And stated, I hate to be that guy, but don't be surprised if there aren't any Halo Land events next year. This COVID situation isn't going to be resolved anytime soon. Hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Tashi replied with, considerations around COVID for events is very real. Whatever happens, we we are still totally committed to our long-term vision for Halo Esports. So, Will and chat, my question to you guys is, do we think that Halo Infinite will have LAN events in the year 2021 is what I meant to put. So, one. I'm just going to go with no. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. I'm... Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to be safe enough. And now, I'm not trying to get overly into this. I'm just going to say that, yes, anything can happen any day of any year. There could just as easily tomorrow be another pandemic that starts as bad, if not worse, than COVID-19 is today. Okay, There very well can be. Anything can happen. In the terms of what we are talking about right now, the earliest they said at the very beginning of this, the earliest they said would be possible for a vaccine would be September. Now experts are thinking November. Okay. If that's the case, and this game comes out around November is what I'm is what we're thinking. I don't know. I something tells me that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think not. I think it'd be on the safer side to have everything online. I mean, they're Microsoft for fuck's sake. Granted, they've had a lot of Xbox party issues as of late. But no, I I think that to be on the safer side of things, keeping things online. Um, let's see. Dave says, "Thanks Trump for murdering Halo Lands." Uh, yeah, and then Justin says maybe fall. So fall twenty twenty one. Okay. Dave says only only if if COVID gets a cure. Agreed. 
be safe, uh, safe enough or not until we get the cure. People won't trust these events. I can agree with that. I mean, there are some stupid fucking people out there, but I agree with that. Jordan says, uh, y'all lucky. I was playing a league match during the star Wars convo or else we wouldn't have ever moved on. <laughs> I'm glad we moved on. Uh, Dave says March, 2021 is when we should be expecting a cure. There you go. I don't think, uh, I know the word cure is being thrown around a lot. I think maybe just like, just, just like the flu shot. It can help prevent it, but it's not going to cure it. Well, that's what a vaccine would be for. Right. A vaccine is a. It's not it's a cure. because It's a preventative. Yeah. Right. But it's not a cure. You can still like, if you right. get a flu shot, you can still get the flu. If it's mutated, different strand, something. Well, Josh is doing research. No, I just, I've honestly never knew this. Okay. The definition of a vaccine, mm-hmm. a substance used to stimulate the production of antibodies and provide immunity against one or several diseases. So if you get the vaccine, you you should be immune to getting that disease. Because if you think about it, what, we have... Uh, there, there are already so many vaccines out there right. you get when you're a child or you get when you're older, when you're yeah. able to take it Yeah, and you never get that thing. You know, like I think Dave, Dave kind of mentioned it there. Uh, like a, a cure will kill it if you have it, but like the vaccine will prevent it. Yes. Yes. So again, like a preventative. Yeah. But yeah, if you never had it. Yes. Okay. But yeah. Right. Right. But if you have it, vaccine won't, won't right. help. Right. I'm not, I'm trying not to be an idiot here. Okay, because I don't want people to listen to this and be like this motherfucker has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. I'm not saying I'm an expert. Right. Literally right. just looked up the word right, right. Just looked up the Google's definition of a vaccine. That's what I looked up. Because I, I genuinely wanted to know the actual definition of a vaccine. Too bad there's a huge population who doesn't believe in vaccines. Yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Welcome to Welcome Living in America. Don't DMCA us, please. I've done like three or four song references today. Um, Jordan's, oh God. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Well, we don't need to get, let's move on. Halo 5 PC. Yeah. And what could have been or what maybe will be. Hmm. Let's talk about it. Trippy put out a tweet that says played Halo 5 on PC for the first time last night. And it was literally land. I'm curious as to why we have not been playing that on PC until infinite releases. Newest Halo 5, uh, Halo, Halo 5 PC with no peer-to-peer is better than old Halo games with peer-to-peer. Halo 5 on PC is superior. Thoughts? Frosty replied with, Halo 5 Xbox to Halo 5 PC is one of the biggest jumps from console to PC. No other game has input lag that bad, and heavy aim obviously exists with Halo 5 LMAO. It's so sad that we played on Xbox for all three years. Snakebite replied, we tried getting everyone to switch back in 2017, and the only person who was about it was Contra. We tried showing people the way early, but what can you do? Stella replied with, this is what should have happened. No one wants to watch, let alone play these old-ass Halo games for money that aren't even on dedicated servers. Thank you. And then Royal (laughs) 2 states, I tried telling everyone so long ago, but no one listens. Shake my head. I played it and was so mind-blown, I didn't want to go back on Xbox. So after the Halo 3 stream that came out right yeah so after the halo 3 uh, stream that came out that they showed off the new features and stuff for the release this week 
Sketch put out a tweet and it states, Community, we don't like Halo 5. Give us the classics on PC. Us, 343. Okay. Releases Reach, Halo CE, Halo 2 and PC, and announced date for Halo 3. Community, great, but when's Halo 5 coming to PC? <laughs> Love y'all. Keep that fire burning. <laughs> yeah. So, here's my question. Okay. To you, the chat, everybody at home. With the Halo 2 Anniversary MCC Pro Series nearing its end, are you excited for the next leg with Halo 3 PC? Or would you rather a chance be taken with Halo th- Halo 5 on PC? Obviously, it wouldn't be called the MCC Pro Series anymore. But what would you rather have? Right now, Halo 2 Anniversary is about to be done in the MCC Pro Series. This pro tournament that happens this week, that's it. It's the last one. They're going to Halo 3 after this. Would you want them to continue with Halo 3 or do you want Halo 5 PC given a chance? What do you want? What do I want and what do I think is going to happen? Or two no, what things? do you want? I know we already know what's going to happen, but what yeah. do you want? <laughs> Dave says go back to H2. Hell no. All right, let's ban um, Dave. Yep, sorry. Uh, we're taking away that sword and uh, going to throw it just somewhere randomly in the chat. <laughs> Dave says fuck three, fuck five. In other words, hell yeah, Halo 4 is coming back, there baby. There um, But no, five. Five on PC would be awesome. Um, I watched some people play. It's buttery smooth. Yeah. The shots really register. Wait, Spe- what? Speaking shots of, register? Speaking of In a which, Halo game? I have not had so many blank shots before I switched. Like, I switched to my Elite 2, Elite Series 2. Yeah. And I feel like I'm getting more blank shots now than I did with my old Elite, my old controllers. I feel... It's an H5 problem. Yeah. Honestly, because I've now I'm also playing on Elite 2, but even previous controllers, I was having issues. Now, it also could be that I'm just fucking trash. Well, you, there's but, that. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty bad too. No, but seriously, though, it does feel like we were playing the past two nights, right? Yeah. Every now and again, and I'm not kidding because I, you're saying you felt it too. Every now and again, I would feel like I would get. Like, I was on them. Yep. But apparently not. It's weird. Like, some servers, or, well, whatever, some games. Sure. Like, there's times where, like, I'm right on their head, and it doesn't feel like it hits. But then there's other games where, like, I'm floating just a little bit above their head, and it's like, poop, headshot. It's like, what the hell? Like, I I know, like, that. I should have missed that shot. He was sliding away, whatever it may have been. I should have missed that shot, but it got him. Maybe the, I mean, hey. Maybe those servers are just fucking trash. Um, I don't know what my dead zone is. I don't know either. Is there supposed to be a good one to have? I think if you set them at zero. I think that's, I think they are at zero if I'm. I forgot because I remember when Halo 5, Dave, if what you're getting at, I remember in Halo, when Halo 5 released, there was a huge talk about dead zones. Mm -hmm. Zero, zero. zero. That's what I have. That's That's what what I'm pretty sure I have. So, um, Justin would prefer Halo 5. Uh, Dave says, go back to Halo 2. Fuck Halo 3, fuck Halo 5. I'll take 4 over 3, is what Dave says. Dave says, officially, you've seen it and heard it here first, folks. Davey Wavy will take Halo 4 over Halo 3. I mean, we already had our run with Halo 3. But it wasn't on PC. I don't care. I'm over it. A lot of the pros have already said, like, 
we're done with the old halos. Like they, they feel like it's, it's run its course. You're not wrong. Frankly, I would, I would like to see halo five come back. And this is coming from somebody who loves Halo three. Halo three is my favorite halo game. Still to this day, I hope halo infinite takes it over in my mind, but halo, halo three has been my favorite halo game of all time. And I, and I complain about the shot registration in that game in, in multiplayer specifically, obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, I complain all the time about it and, but it's still, it's probably just rose tinted glasses. But every time I go back and play it, I'm like, it just, it just brings me back and I really enjoy it. But, but halo five, I was going to say from, from your point, it might be like, yeah, it's cool to go. Like you have that nostalgia when you play, but when you're competing in it in 2020 again, and it's like, we've had halo three, two, like a couple times already. And I feel like, I feel like they kind of feel the same thing at first, right? Oh yeah. Halo three. That's like, we were, that's, that's, we were, we're awesome. Let's, let's do it. And then they start competing in it and they start realizing like, it's so fucking slow. It's slow. It's, uh, it's methodical. It's not. It might be fun to play, you know, like, hey, let's everyone get on Halo 3 again. But when you're competing in it day after day, you know, relearning the strategies. The skill ceiling is so much higher in 5. Yeah. At least that's what it feels like. And this is coming from somebody who has watched so much competitive Halo 3. And Halo 2. Okay. Let's calm down here. But in all seriousness, it feels as though, because I still, still to this day, and the game was being played competitively for three to over three years. I still don't think that the potential was maxed out with Halo 5 competitively. Sure. I still don't think it was. So it's it. I would love for them to go back because the, the touting right now is that they're playing on PC. That's the big thing. Mm-hmm. And I know it's marketing material to be like, hey, we're releasing these games on PC. We're going to move the competitive to that well before Infinite releases. Obviously, that's the marketing material behind it. But Halo 5 would be special, man. It'd just be special. And then Dave says, I'm just sick of seeing 3. We went back after Reach flopped. We went back after H2A flopped. We went back when MCC got polished. Now we're going back because it's on PC. Just call MCC what it is. A glorified Halo 3 machine. And ba- you know what, Dave? Running off that, based off what people have been saying, myself included, about how the flight played, it does feel like they spent a lot of their time on that. Because it plays remarkably well yeah. on PC. And it, there is something to be said, and we already know this, but there is something to be said that when you crank that FOV slider, the game does just feel faster. Sure. So take that as you will, but yeah. I, I'd love if Halo 5 came back especially before infinite because well, we joke about it all the time, right? Halo four is not a competitive game. They're going to do a halo four run before infinite releases. They said all the games. So because extractions in halo four, that was what, that was the main competitive mode. So they could do extraction and you know what I would love. And this is, this is not good. Okay. This is not Great in a competitive sense, but I would love to see Ricochet in a competitive nature because that's just, it was goofy. It worked. It worked surprisingly well. 
Maybe we'll get Ninja to come back for Halo Fortnite. Oh my kidding. god, right? But no, like that would be that in my opinion, that'd be really cool. Uh Dave jokes and says, Can't wait for Halo 3 ODST HCS Firefight Champion. Here I come. There you go. Jesus Christ. But no, it's I would love to see Halo 5. You know what? This MCC Pro series. Maybe once that's complete, right? Because it's going to be done before Infinite releases. Maybe. Why can't we have community run Halo 5 PC tournaments going on? Maybe it'll start. Because what the thing with it is, is that there's there's no matchmaking. There's no, it's literally just Forge and custom browser, right? So you'd have to pull up the custom maps, custom modes, and then get everyone to join a custom game. Yep. Which is what they do anyway. Already. Why didn't we? Yeah, why didn't we use that before? It's a great question. Plug your controller in. Well, remember the, uh, what the fuck was it called? The the Halo 5, was it the Halo 5 server app or something like that? Remember what? That remember sounds that familiar. App on the Windows 10 store? Yeah. And that was like supposed to make it so hey, you have your own server. Or whatever. And you don't have to worry about shit. Did, mm. they, did they ever use that? It never seemed to take off. I'm so confused. Hill 5 LAN app. LAN there app. You go. There you go. Yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and then Dave says, maybe they just bite the bullet and give us a long infinite beta with tournaments in that? No. That was such a broken thing, that app is what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, Hold on to that idea, Dave. Because we're going to, we'll, we'll talk about that and some other infinite items in next week's topic because I already we already have it picked up, okay? Because the the event is going to be taking place. So hold on, hold on to that idea. Bring it back next week. Last topic. What's up, Night Fox? Welcome back. It worked in Valorant Beta Attorneys. Hold on to that idea. We'll talk about it later. Okay, Will. You retweeted this. I included it. Okay. Halo Infinite and the future of the franchise. And the future of Xbox. Yeah. Yes. So Paris put out this tweet, Vicious. Those may know him as as well. Going to keep saying this until I'm proven wrong, but Halo Infinite is the most important game in the 20-year history of Xbox, and here's why. And he includes a video that outlines what he why he believes this. Okay? Ryan McCaffrey of IGN replied with, Halo 1 was and always will be the most important game in Xbox history because without it being what it was, Xbox probably doesn't even exist today. But I do think Infinite is Halo's last chance to prove it can get back to being a masterpiece 10 out of 10 level killer app. And then Paris replied with, no argument that we aren't talking about Xbox in 2020 with Halo 1. My point is more about how much of Xbox future rides on Infinite's success. All the good that has been built up over the past few years would vanish in my opinion and they'd be back to square one in prove it mode. So, Will, you retweeted this. Yeah. Okay. Um, so here's my question to you and to chat everybody at home. This might be a heavy question, but do we think Infinite will bring the franchise and Xbox back on top? It like I depends. said, it might be a heavy question. It here. depends on the game, right? The game's got to work. It's got to function. It's got to do well. It's got to work on all platforms because it'll be a PC release as well. It will be. Story's got to be good. 
here's where I think it can go wrong, right? Like we've seen with previous Halos. Yep. If you don't read in between the lines or in between the game, so to speak, the lore and whatnot, and you're thrown into the game, you're like, what the fuck? Why am I fighting these people? That's my worry. All a Halo 5? Why am I doing what I'm doing? If it doesn't make sense in game, because I don't, I've, all right, I bought, I have a couple Halo books, but I haven't read them. Like, I just, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm excited for Halo lore, but for, for me, I'd rather play it and experience and just read, yeah. read the book. Um, and I think that's where it's lacking is that they throw you into these games with no prior information on who, what's going on. The whole, the whole story. Dave. Dave. The last game that spent this long in development and probably longer was Final Fantasy XV. It wasn't Duke Nukem Forever. That came before that. And while people do love to shit on Final Fantasy XV, a lot of people enjoyed that game. Just saying. But I get where you're coming from. Honestly, I do. Um... Oh, Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite. You know what I can't wait for? Hmm. I can't wait to talk about what we're going to talk about next week. About what we're going to see at this July event. I really can't wait to talk about it. Okay. Um, But I will say that... Um. 15 didn't get that long in development because it was part of the full 13 package. Dave, come on. Yes, I remember it was supposed to be versus 13. 13 was three games long, Dave. Come on. 15 was in development for so fucking long. It got delayed multiple times. I, I honest to God believe that Final Fantasy 15 had a much longer development cycle than, uh, hold on. Now I'm going to look this up. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Okay. So, Final Fantasy 15 was overall in development for 10 years, approximately. And Duke Nukem Forever, with all of its development hell and multiple people jumping in, 15 years. Thirteen three was solid, by the way. Oh, no. Okay, we're not talking about Final Fantasy right now. That is not the point. We're talking about Halo Infinite and what we think it'll do. <sighs> I don't doubt 13.3 was a good game. I don't doubt it. A lot of people enjoyed it. I know a lot of criticisms about the first one, the first 13. But again, we're not talking about Final Fantasy, goddammit. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry. Will it bring the franchise and Xbox back on top? Yes, if it's good. Let's, I want to, I want to dig into that. If it's good. Does it matter if it's good? Will it, if it's amazing, 
would it still like would it make that big of an impact if so it's let's, amazing? Let's let's take a look. You said you know we, everyone says yes, yeah, it's, it's gonna be it'll be great if it if the game's good, but if the game's good, yeah, means so many fucking different things to different people. If it, it it's good if it has classic movement, it's good if it has sprinting abilities. It's, if it has sprint, the game's trash. Right, no. like we that, already that's realized. What, that's what I'm saying. So to appeal to the widest audience and bring it back, like that's right. That's what makes a game quote unquote good. That's what gets people to watch your esport. If it appeals to the widest audience, what does it have to have then? Are we getting a fucking grappling hook so you can zip bamboo around the map? You, maybe. Um, you know what I, you know, it's what, like, you gotta, you gotta, do you, are you appealing to the zoomers or the boomers here? Like what, Justin, what are you going to do? Justin, to answer your question, every Halo release has been a financial success. So yes, Halo 5 and Halo 4 were financial successes. Um, Dave says, like, if the story sucks, but has the tone to know, uh, but has tons to do, nobody will care. If the multiplayer is bad, but has structure to make it better, nobody will care. Sure. Yeah. You can you can kind of relate the story to Destiny too, like there was and Destiny and yeah, like you want to read books. Yeah. You want to read grimoire. Want to read grimoire. Um, I think Destiny at first had the opposite, kind of had the opposite problem. Like the story was good, but there wasn't enough to do, right? And or the things they were making you do were so repetitive. I think the gameplay loop in destiny was phenomenal. They took what worked in a halo sense and they made it so much broader. And I I'll say to the day I die, the shooting in destiny and, and destiny two as well is some of the best shooting in any video game. Sure. Period. It just feels amazing in that game. So, uh, Dave says there was nothing to do. Raids fucking saved that game. I was one of those people that just kept playing the same shit over and over again. I, I don't. Yeah. Looking back, I don't know why the fuck I did that. Always wanted new shit. But the my my issue with uh, my and still my current issue right now is I'm sitting at like light level ten twenty five right. And yeah. The only way to do that is certain events every week. It's the same events every week. It like, is. Give me something to do. Like, I get it. You don't want people. It, it's tough because they have to find that balance where they don't want someone to freaking just grind the game for 48 hours and get everything done. Right. They want to keep people coming back. But then there's people like me who I don't want to play Crucible for three hours every week or, you know, do no. Gambit. And You also may just not not have that time. Yeah. To, ded- to dedicate to it. Um, the, uh, the other thing is, is that, so when, when we came back to playing destiny two, right. Recently with season 11 or whatever, the thing that hooked me was that all that stuff that had come out in previous seasons and, and in shadow keep and whatnot, mm-hmm. I never played. So the nightmare hunts. Yeah. I never played them before. Never done a single one. Me either. They are they're really short missions that end in a revamped boss fight from like a previous strike or game. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, but the cool thing I, since I'd never played them before, yes, they're very basic in its structure, but when I was playing through them, I'm like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. 
never done this before. And then there's a weekly challenge to defeat 30 nightmares in one area of the moon. But the cool part is, is that sure you can go to like each little area and kill a nightmare and just keep circling around. Right. Kind of dumb. There's a public event that starts and the more nightmares you kill, if you kill them within a certain time frame, they spawn at the next portal. They spawn at the next portal. All of this, and it's a long one. All of this culminates in a giant fucking boss battle in the middle of the area. And there are triumphs tied to it. So, like, if you kill mm-hmm. within a certain amount of time and whatnot, yeah. that was fucking cool. When I read the description, defeat 30 nightmares on this section of the moon. I'm like, that sounds like a fucking slog. Yep. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet. Fuck, I'm just going to do it once. I get there. There's, like, four or five other people there. And uh, we're, we killed a few. And it's like, go to this next section. And then the public event starts. And you're like, holy shit, this was really, really cool. Because I never played it before. Yeah. Now, if I go back, it's like, yeah, it was cool, but do I want to sit through that again? Right. But that's the thing, though, is they have these really cool events, and they are fun a few times, but then once you start getting into, like, oh, I'm here for my 10th week to do this stuff, again, that I've been doing uh, the last few weeks, it's, yeah. That's where Destiny's getting me right now. I, anyway. I can agree with that. Um, Justin says, it would be good if it had a BR mode. And this was in the, it would be good if it had a BR mode, like meme structure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Night Fox says, BR saved COD this year. LOL. True. And then Justin says, true. I've played Warzone a lot. And then D- Dave says, I might be in the minority here, but uh, every game should have a BR. Um, Will. Should Halo Infinite have a Battle Royale mode? <laughs> For the fifth week that we've ever talked about this. I'm just, I've, we've talked about this so goddamn often. It's come up a lot. You know what? I, uh, Let's flip it. If Halo Infinite does not have a Battle Royale, does it not survive? Do games need a BR to survive? I Apparent fucking Lee. Um, I'm waiting for the next Assassin's Creed to have a Battle Royale. Or else that game's going to fucking tank. If Halo Infinite... If Halo has a BR, we're going to get that vocal part of the community that's like, What does this take away from the main game? Yep. I, I Honestly, I... Mm, mm. Dave says, look at Hyperscape's design for a BR. That could be perfect in the Halo design. Yeah. Jump pads, jetpacks, ultimate abilities where you slam in the ground. Breaking windows open with a cro- with a bar looking thing. <laughs> yeah. That's a great design for a Halo sure. Battle Royale. Um, I'm, t- I'm, look, gi- I'm giving you shit, Dave. I'm totally giving you shit. I understand where you're coming from. Here's- I understand. I, I think this is, if they're going to have a BR mode, this is what they need to do. Go for it. Doesn't come out on release. So are we saying, I think I know where you're going. I'm just going to say, are we saying like a free-to-play standalone release later on? Kind of like what COD did with, with Warzone. Warzone. Yeah. And then it evolves over time? 
Yeah. I could totally be down for that. Because then when the when the game released and it doesn't have it, people are like, okay, we got our normal Halo. And then like, oh, by the way, we're adding this in. Just like they've freaking added other playlists and whatever. Bring it in later. I think that uh, looking at it now, because I, I'm like coming from a person who's not a huge fan of Battle Royales, I don't think that a game... So Night Fox says, sadly, most FPS games kind of need it. I think that Halo having the name that it does, I don't think it needs it. I will say that, and I don't think it needs one to survive. Um, I do think having a Halo BR would be really cool, though, like you said, as a mm-hmm. standalone release. Because thinking about it, you could take, you could go a couple different scenarios with the map. You could have a map that encapsulates a whole bunch of different Halo maps, like as one thing. Kind of like COD, dude. Right, like like the COD method. Or maybe you could do some. You could do something completely new. Nothing's ever been seen before. Maybe you could take campaign mission aspects from campaign maps, and it doesn't have to just be infinite. It could be all Halos. Like your favorite parts about campaign missions in those maps, that could be there. I would love to see like a silent cartographer um, where that's the one where you're storming the beach and whatnot sure. in Halo 1. I think having some, or the Covenant in Halo 3, I think something like that would be really, really fucking cool. And what's up, Silos? It's good to see you, man. Hey. We do miss you, as Dave said. But no, I think looking at it now, I think a Halo Battle Royale could be really, really fucking cool. And I know people have talked about the, the ODST method, right, and whatnot, but even if it wasn't ODSTs, like, just a Halo BR in general, I think, could be really, really fucking cool. Another thing I think they'd have to do, so a lot of BRs have vehicles. Yes. They would have to take the shooting element out of the vehicles. Sure, so just have transport. There's just, a transport warthog that already exists. Yep. Uh, you could just have the traditional mongoose. Um, Like, what about, like, banshees, though, being able to fly, or... Yeah, you would want to have covenant vehicles, that's yep. for sure. Um, And you would have to take the weapons the off. The ghosts. Yeah. But yeah, that's you. Maybe just name name everything. Transport, <laughs> take the weapons off. But yeah, Dave says. Wait, includes alerts. Where was my shout out? I fucking gave it to you later, didn't I? Didn't you buy shit a while ago? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what are you talking about? You have to be good at Halo to get a shout out. Whoops, did I just say that out loud? Oh no. Um, don't need Covey vehicles if it's all Spartans in BR, but does it have to be all Spartans in BR? Does it have to be? Bring there dinos could, back? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, if the hitboxes are all the same, right? That's the big contention. Right. If the hitboxes are all the same, why not have, like, in your battle pass that you have, why not have different skins to unlock, like you have different characters to unlock that you can purchase in Warzone? We'll just... Don't like make, don't have a battle pass just for the BR though. Have a battle pass for like the whole game. And then as you unlock your armors, you def- you can equip that to your Warzone character, just like you can, or Warzone, I said Warzone, just like you, like, like you can in Warzone, you can have your different skins. I'm but, afraid of the, I'm afraid of the battle pass throughout the whole game idea though. I'm worried but, about that. But Think about it. If it if the speculation of like more open world type thing, sure, battle pass could work. Oh no, like, I I don't doubt it couldn't. Like I bet it would work. You just don't want it. 
I don't want to, I don't want the, I don't want the conversation to be, I paid $60 for this game. You promised 70. reach level cust. You right. Could be 70. You promised reach levels of customization earning through gameplay. And now you have a battle pass. That's where I don't want the conversation to turn because you know, but, but go right, ahead. I go know, ahead. but the, the phrasing they use earning customization through gameplay if all the battle passes that are out have a free earning system, right? But I'm and just, then the purchased oh, earning system man. as well. I just fucking hate the idea. Oh, I really just don't want. I'm just scared. Does, I'm so just scared. Are you worried if it does have a battle pass or a BR mode? We're gonna get the backlash of here's Halo chasing trends again. No, that's I'm fine if if they come out. Okay, this is all these ifs. If Halo Infinite releases with a BR at one point in time, yeah. If that battle royale is free to play, then I am 100% fine with it coming out of the battle pass. Freed and paid. Don't care. Great. I'll buy it. Because I, duh, it's Halo. I'll buy it. Come on. <laughs> I'm I'm the biggest idiot of all time. I'll buy it. Right? Oh, fucking look at the studio. <laughs> I'll buy it. Also, uh, Halo 3 mouse pad. You can buy it on gear.xbox.com. Check it out. Not sponsored. Just, I fucking got the mouse pad. Um, but no, it's... If it's all free, right, then I'm fine with it having a battle pass. I just don't want a a paid tier of battle pass to release in a paid for game. I just don't. I would be fine if, so they're bringing challenges back to MCC fully, mm-hmm. right, with Halo 3's release this week. I'd be fine if they, if they had things tied to challenges. So as long as everything's earnable in game, and then you have the Warzone thing separate, or like the does infinite have Warzone? That's the real question. So I guess my another thing, people weren't happy with rec packs, right? But look at how much money I spent on them. Uh, go ahead. Because but that is another case of you can earn rec points in game and spend them on rec packs, mm-hmm. but you could also purchase them with money. I'm just gonna say this outright. I hope Warzone's gone. Or if it's not gone, it is heavily fixed. Sure. I also hope rec packs are gone. I'm just going to say it. I hope rec packs uh, yeah, are gone. Yeah, yeah. Now that I'm thinking, like, the issue with rec packs was that it was randomized. You couldn't know what you're going for to unlock. Correct. I would really love if they do a, a microtransaction something in the game. All I'd want, and this is it. Fuck it, yeah. All I want are competitive team skins. That's it. Yeah. That's all I want. I would know, I would hope, and know that it would support the team, the organization, right? That's what I'd want. That's the only thing I'd want. If they were to do something like that, take that. Um, Dave says, 60 bucks isn't enough for games. Developers need that money, yo. I agree. We had talked about it last week. If you have not listened to last week's episode, please do. We talk about the $60 versus $70 uh, potential increase in game prices for new consoles. So check that out. Um, and then Dave says, what if the battle pass came out shortly after like how D2 does it? $60 gets you the first battle pass, the second pass you pay for. But that, okay. That's tough because destiny Two. Destiny 2's base game is free to play right now. Mm-hmm. 
The reason why they're doing this battle pass structure is because they're independent and they're releasing seasonal content along with major expansions, one or two a year. That is the structure of that video game, right? Destiny 2 when it released was a $60 game. I'm not saying it wasn't. But right now, Destiny 2, the base game, if you wanted to play with friends and play Crucible and Strikes and whatnot, is free to play. So to me, no, I don't want Infinite to come out with a Battle Pass type type system in its game shortly after its release like Destiny 2 does it currently. No, I do not want that. And that is my reasoning. Um, Silo says, I feel Warzone has to be in there. Um, if there's going to be like 700 weapons, you need to give kids some way to play with their guns. And that's, that's fine. If it's there, I want it heavily tweaked. My initial impression was the more damage that you did to the boss, that dictates how many points you get. Yeah. Not the last last fucking shot. I hate that mechanic. So if they were able to make it, and I'm not saying that, oh, my team did 51% damage, your team did 49% damage, we get all the points because we just shot it more times. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If there was a mechanic in place to where, and I, I think you know where I'm going, Will, if there's a mechanic in place where if I did 51%, if my team did 51% damage and your team did 49%, my team gets 51% of the points yep. towards that kill, your team gets 49%. That's what I want. The more you shoot that target, the more your points start going up. And you see it in real time. You're not waiting for the kill to happen. Yeah. That's what I want. Are you there when that boss spawns? Are you setting up properly? Do you have the proper things in place to take that thing down or do more damage to it? That's what I want for Warzone. So I'm fine if they keep it. There needs to be a change in place. That one-shot kill shit is terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, Dave says, uh, say four months after release, but you have to pay for expansions. Uh, Dave says, yeah, this isn't League. We aren't fighting over Baron 343. Valid point. It's just, that that's, that's just my one problem. I just can't do that. I hate that one-shot gets the kill shit. What if they switched it to be more like Gambit where each person had their own boss and whoever took it down faster? Sure. That's, I'd be, yeah, I'd be fine with that. Sure. Because that's honestly what I thought Warzone was going to more likely be. When it's When it was originally conceived, I thought that Warzone was going to be a PvEVP type experience like a gambit now. That's what I really thought it was going to be. And then when you play it, it it feels like that at first until you fight that first boss. Mm-hmm. And the the problem I have with Warzone today is that those point swings are huge. Yeah. If they were smaller, they do have smaller bosses. But when you fight those elites, like not the covenant elite, but like when you fight the elite variant of a boss, the yellow bar like the yellow named their point differentials are huge yeah. and that can swing a game completely. And when you're dedicating, and we only need one shot to kill it when it gets down to that point, right, and you like, get all the points. That's terrible. I, uh, I don't know if I played, like I played Warzone where everyone's working together, right? Like not the two different teams. Yeah. But 
there's been a time where like I'm working on an enemy and like I shoot, say I spot, I have rockets. I shoot my four rockets and I'm trying to like finish off the enemy with nades and a BR and someone comes through and just destroys it like pistol shot even. They they get all the, the points. They level up their, their wrecks or whatever. It's like, well, shit. You know? Yeah, what the fuck am I going to do now? Yeah, yep. Silo says, I don't think Warzone is supposed to be fair though. It's supposed to be exciting and that last hit being the one that matters is, is exciting from a casual perspective. Anybody can get that big point boost. Right, but like if everybody, I I can understand that. It's just when you, in my, I think it'd be more exciting if everyone was working towards that common goal, and everybody could feel like they're doing their part as long as they're just shooting at it. You don't have to be that person to get that last shot. Now, if you are that person getting that last shot, yeah, you feel fucking amazing. But if everyone is doing their part, everybody is getting points. You're doing the betterment for the team, and I don't know. That's this is my opinion. Um, Sal says I agree with you. I don't think the general Warzone audience agrees with us, though. I, I can sure, understand that. Sure. Um, we've gone way off topic from what our original topic is. You're right. Sorry. Okay. But we kind of we just went on a whole tangent there. That was great. I okay. I'm gonna put a blank blanket statement in the on in this. Will Infinite bring the franchise and Xbox back on top? If it's good, the franchise, yes. Xbox, no. The price point of the console will determine which, whether or not Xbox gets back on top. Which reports have been that Sony's coming in super cheap. So nervousness is happening. Xbox has also come out and said, we're willing to match. We we feel confident. I think their, their statement was, we feel confident in where we're going to be in the market. Yeah. That sounds like, don't worry, we're not fucking up like last time. Yeah. So, I'm anxious to see what this is going to be about. Um. Okay, shall we move on? Sure. It's time to, for some regular Halo news. The Xbox Game Showcase has a date, ladies and gentlemen, July 23rd at 9 a.m. Pacific time. And also, you can join us. HGS Pro Talk, as we watch and react to the event live from the Pro Talk studio where we currently are. And we're also going to be giving away a copy of MCC on either PC or Xbox, winner's choice. So we'll have a giveaway in the stream. So make sure you're in chat, watching with us, reacting with us. And uh, if you win, you'll get your choice. You can have it on Xbox or PC. And that is that. So we're really excited. Um... Watch party, baby. That's right, Jordan. Uh, so are we going to do... So I wanted to watch parties, right? Yeah, watch parties. Sometimes I think we should do it where we don't have the... Should we have the video on our own stream? Because I've seen it where other people will do it where just like we'll be like this and then watching the event. And that way people can react, watch the event at the same time. Well, I thought we were going to have it so... Like, I'll make us smaller yeah, okay. and in a corner, and then we'd have the stream up. That's fine. That Is that okay? That works, yeah. Okay. Works better for YouTube, to be honest. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and then I'm also wondering, I'm also wondering, uh, because I don't want to get in the way of the presentation either, mm-hmm. you know? Because I, if people are tuning in, I want them to be able to watch it and not have me screaming. Sure. So- 
I'm I'm gonna ask, are we okay with like muting us during the Halo Infinite showing? Or I'll just try to stay we'll, quiet. We'll figure it out. Okay, because I obviously I'm gonna react, but like I want if people are gonna tune in and they want to watch the event, I don't want to have myself getting in the way of them watching that event. You know what I mean? Yeah. So but that okay. we'll, we'll, we'll discuss logistics later. Perfect. But either way, join us. It'll be a fun time. Um, really excited for it. And I'll just say now, and I'll say it at the end of the show, our topic for next week's show is predictions for the event. Mainly what we're going to see for Halo Infinite. Are we going to see multiplayer? No. The answer is no. But... That's besides the point. I, I I am so excited to talk about it and ruin people's fucking dreams. I'm so excited. Uh, but yeah, isn't the reaction of the host part of the fun? It is. It is. Absolutely. I'm conflicted because I watch reaction. So like Easy Allies, right? Easy Allies is uh, they they used to be some people from game uh, game trailers and they have their own... Um, gaming journalism platform. Okay. They're on Patreon as well. So on and so forth. I love watching easy allies reaction videos to press conferences. I think they're phenomenal, but one of my grievances with that is that they're talking over it as it happens. And I'm trying to listen to what the presentation is. So is it's my first time watching it as well. I'm not going to spend four hours so here, watching the presentation and then watching the reaction. That's you though. I would say if someone wanted to watch the presentation without a reaction, they'd do that. If they're, if they, but if we're, we're doing it live. Right. So if they didn't want to, they didn't want to watch it live. They'd just go turn into the stream. If they want If they're going to be here. They're going to want to be here for what we're doing. Good point. So fuck it. You're going to get screamy Josh. Yeah. Exactly. All right, yes, Dave, Dave said overthinking it, and I completely agree. Okay. <laughs> now I'm going to start screaming. Um, Whole bunch of woos. Oh, all the woos. Jordan says I'd rather see the reaction. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. I'm, I'm going to fucking give it all then. And then uh, Dave says, yo, can we actually create a Halo Infinite bingo card? Ooh. Free space. Sprint shown. Grappling hook. Could be like one of the freaking corners, so that, that like that's super tough. Multiplayer not shown. Multiplayer shown. Sick. Open world, linear story. Flighting announced? No beta. I like it. Because we talked about that in the Discord a little bit, how betas recently can actually hurt the, the selling point of a game. So I like it. Yeah, Dave, let's do it. We will do it. I'll create it. Give me the ideas. We'll we just gave it. you them. There's a bunch right there. Do you think it's screams of joy or screams of disappointment? Kappa aside... It'll be screams of joy no matter what. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. I am the biggest hypocrite when it comes to Halo. <laughs> so, like, I'll be like, oh, if it has this, it's going to be shit. It turns out it has it. Oh, my God. It's ah, yeah. See, I'm, yeah. My, I will be excited in the moment. But and then looking back. Looking back it. at it. and lo Yeah. Because that's how, that's like, like, just like Star Wars. I was super excited with the new trilogy. Which we're going to do that next week during the episode, we'll critique it. So yeah. 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 But yes, yeah, so I'm super fucking excited. Uh, I need 24 ideas. That was a couple. Okay. Posted in a posted in discord, Dave, Dave, do like an at everyone 
in the discord and say like, uh, Hey, we're going to be doing an infinite bingo card for the event in, uh, next week. Well, in two weeks. So let us know your ideas for what you want on that bingo card. Yeah. Get some ideas for that. Here we go. Sweet. The um, thing is, Dave is like, you're going to have to create different versions of it. So whoever's playing, like not everyone gets bingo, right? <laughs> true statement. Ooh. Sprint war zone, grappling hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this. That's what we should. Huh. Okay. Gears are turning in Josh's head right now. We have less than 20 minutes to finish this out. We do. Okay. So let's Moving, on. On. Moving on. News. News. We're, we're on to the, the regular news. So we already said the Xbox game showcase has a date. You yep. can join us for the, for the show. Yep. It's going to be fun. Maybe we'll tie the bingo into the winner of the giveaway. I was thinking about that. That's what I was contemplating. Yeah. But if there's more than one winner... Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Halo 3, MCCPC has a release date. Woo! We were right. Yep. Tuesday, July 14th, 10 a.m. Pacific time. We talked about it earlier in the show. Not p.m. Oh, a.m. It releases in the morning. Glad to see they're fucking doing that. MCC development of flighting updates by Postums. I'm not going to read through it all. Instead, this is the changes in the update impact. There are a handful of things that are going to be happening with the launch of Halo 3 that are required in order to update the games. Below are some information, informational pieces of note. Ranks are going to be reset. Womp womp. Halo 3's theater clips will become corrupt. Womp womp. Challenges will be offline for a period of time leading up to launch will be upgrade. Okay. Halo 3 Microsoft Store 2v2 is being retired. Womp. Any existing mid-mission save from Halo 1, Halo 2, Reach, and Halo 3 will revert back to the start of the mission, campaign, and playlists included. Why are you fucking up my shit? Maybe you should finish your shit. <laughs> then it won't be fucked up. And Will, that's it for the regular motherfucker news. God of the Games, watch! Epic Games receives an investment. This is by Slasher. Epic Games has, rele has released, has received a $250 million, $250 million dollar, million dollar investment from Sony that gives the company a minority stake. We'll aim for a broader collaboration between both companies and will not impact releasing games on other platforms. Fortnite will never die. Damn it. <laughs> Ubisoft is cleaning house. This is by Jason Schreier, and this is a big fucking deal. Whoa. More woes. Whoa. Ubisoft just announced that uh, Sergei... It was actually in the article. I didn't was, realize that. I thought it that was, was you. No. Uh, it's either Sergey or Serge uh, Haskot, the most powerful creative force at their company and the man at the center of multiple recent allegations involving abuse and abating abusers is resigning. Top Ubisoft executives, Yanis Malat, the head of Canadian studios, and Cecile Cornet, head of HR, are also gone. Ubisoft is cleaning house. This is a huge deal for Ubisoft. Sergei Heskot was the man in charge of all of their games. With one word, he could greenlight or cancel a project. Many Ubisoft employees believed he was too powerful and close to the CEO to ever be ousted, no matter how many allegations emerged. Anyway, I've been spending the past few weeks talking to dozens of current and former Ubisoft employees about all this for a story that will be up in the near future. Most of them thought Hascote was untouchable. This is a stunner. 
In an internal message to employees tonight, Yves Guimont said he will, quote, personally oversee a complete overhaul, end quote, of Ubisoft's creative editorial team, and that his, quote, goal is to create an inclusive and open culture that embraces more diverse and uh, multidisciplinary expertise, end quote. Speaking of Ubisoft, the Ubisoft Forward Digital event is happening today at 12 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time, in other words, in 13 minutes from now. Speaking of speaking of Ubisoft, they also released a statement. Ubisoft Forward comes during a time of big internal change. Because of all the content that is, uh, because all the content has been pre-recorded, we wanted to recognize that the issues we're currently dealing with will not be addressed directly in the show. We still have significant work to do and are committed to this process. We'll provide we will provide more updates soon. That's it for Cod and Other Games Watch. We are the other side of the with the Lovers. All right, I played PUBG a little bit, just a few matches. Nice. Uh, didn't get any wins, but just, you know, had some fun in there. Uh, I got into Grand Theft Auto Five RP servers. You did. With uh, Heavy Rainfall. He's in the same server, and also Joey. Nice. I don't think they have yet to meet. And I've, I've hung out with both of them, but I think they have yet to meet. Um, Joey's character, he... So, I told you I was, I was curious at what he's going to do. So, he picked doing like a heavy Minnesotan accent the whole time. Oh God. So the whole time he's like, Oh yeah. Don't you know? Like, yeah, I, oh, I was no. looking to go to the store and <laughs> give me some of that tater tot hot dish. So, yep. Um, it's great. Uh, I have two cars right now. I, I purchased through working for my own money, like doing, you can, uh, you can get a job where you're like delivering pizzas or, um, Dave got a job as a truck driver hauling, you know, semis around and whatnot. Um, you actually do have to get a driver's license in this server, which is pretty nuts. You have to go take a test and then actually a driving test. Um, we, what's, what are you oofing, Jordan? I'm curious. Um, what else? What else? I met, uh, Dave, don't listen to her. Your character, oh, the accent, yeah. Got a ticket for, oh yeah, yeah, Dave, uh, we were rolling around, I think it was our first day in the server, uh, we couldn't get anywhere, so we stole a car, and we were flying around just trying to get place to place, and Dave finally, Dave got pulled over, <laughs> got a, it was, a, uh, so speeding tickets are only 130 bucks, which realistically, um, oh, you need a CDL for, you got a ticket for the CDL, damn, um, anyway. But yeah, we were driving around and we got pulled over by the cops and, were, and Dave was like, I'm going to be honest, this is stolen. I don't have a license. And he was like, all right. I think they knew it was our first day. So they cut us a little slack, but. He said that's two tickets so far. Yep. But yeah, the, the, the server's really fun. Um, I met a guy. So Dave, you're not going to know this in game. So unless we talk about it or you meet the guy in game, that's how it's supposed to work, right? There'd be meta. It's not, it's called meta gaming if he hears outside information, but uh, of the server. So I met a guy named Marcus, and he is a hitman in the city, and he has employed me to go collect meat, which you can actually go hunt. So you can go deer hunting. Okay. And you're supposed to get a hundred pieces of meat, and he'll give me a hundred twenty-five k for it, for in exchange. So, um. Yeah, I'm trying to, to deer hunt, but it's taking for fucking ever. 
up there because it's you have to like run around to all these different spots. It shows you where the deer are, but it's like up in the mountains. So you have to like go on all these freaking trails. If you don't have a good car, it takes some time. But yeah, uh, GTA RP is getting fun. I just need to meet more people in the city. I feel like once I get some money in my pocket, meet some people, and it becomes less of the grind for money and more of just like the hanging out and doing stupid shit, it's going to be a lot more fun. Sweet. And then I played some H5, which I'm sure you'll talk about. We played on Friday and Saturday. Yes, we did. Trying to get back on the sticks. Yeah, back on the sticks. <laughs> All right, Josh, what'd you, roll through it. What'd you have? Final Fantasy fourteen. I have one more patch worth of content before the first expansion. Gutting through it. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I continue the story mode, the spirit mode. Halo Wars 2. What? Uh, I played a campaign mission, and I don't know if anybody else has this problem, but that... I think the PC port is very poorly optimized. Huh. Like I was having hitching all over the place. Crazy. Interesting. Halo MCC, I played some multiplayer on PC. And then Halo 5, played with Will and Scud. And uh, we had some great games. We had some great games. It was a fun time. Very nice. Dave uh, Dave told me to tell you guys about the when I got kidnapped by the idiots. So these guys, they tried to kidnap Dave first, right? Okay. Because so in, in GTA RP, you need a hostage to rob a bank or rob the yacht or something like it's part of the, the role play. Like it's the only way you're going to be able to get out without the police just storming in and killing you. Um, so the first they kidnapped Dave and he's talking to me over the radio because we have, ra- we have radio like, yeah. And he's like, dude, these I get in the server and he's like, these guys kidnapped me. And then they fucking crashed the car on the way to rob the bank. So then Dave has to go to the hospital because they can't use him as a hostage. So Dave, I go to, I go to the hospital or, and, or, or Dave says he's getting out of the hospital and he's going back to his trucking job. I know we were running out of time here, but okay. um, I then pull up to the trucking job knowing Dave's on his way and waiting and the same fucking idiots pull up and kidnap me to try <laughs> to do the job. Get fucked. So they got me and you have to roll, like, it's part of the rules of the server that you have to role play like you're in fear for your life when they pull a gun on you and all this. And it's stupid to me. Like if you have your gun out and someone rolls up and pulls a gun on you, the rule of the server is you have to put your gun away and be in fear for your life. Like you can't shoot back. I'm like, anyway. Um, so they kidnap me and we go up to this bank. We're, oh, we're on the way to this bank and they like, the guys are like, Oh shit, we need to change. So they fucking, they're in their normal clothes, no masks on, kidnap me. I know who, I know, I can tell who they are. Like, and then these idiots then go change into like their, their, their different outfits. And they don't even change their outfits. They just change the color of their outfits. So like, it was just like the worst criminals ever. Um, they get up to the bank. I have to wait inside while they're doing the rob thing. Uh, Dave, I'm talking like to Dave. So we have the radio, right? Yeah. Dave, we probably shouldn't have been doing this, but Dave was like, tap twice on the radio because I can't talk into the radio. He's like, tap twice on the radio if they're kidnapping you. So I tap the button twice because it makes the doo-doo, doo-doo. So Dave flies up to where they were taking him because he figures it's the same people, but the cops are there. And Dave runs, they set out a spike strip for the car. So Dave, Dave, ran, over the Dave ran over the spike strip. He's in the gas station across the street fixing his car. And the, the, yeah, the, the criminals are like, yeah, we want free passage and uh, no helicopter to chase us when, cause you can, you know, with, they're negotiating with yeah. the cops for the hostage. Right. So <laughs> the fucking criminals leave and they just hit the spike strip instantly. I'm like, you guys are so dumb. It just like turned into the worst situation ever. 
but morons. for me, like it kind of sucked because I only had like an hour or two to be in the server and play. And the whole situation took like a half hour. Okay. It's like, damn it. I'm like, I'm not making money. I'm not making progress. I just have to be a fucking hostage. But yeah, that was great. That was great, Dave. Awesome. Well, it's time for some shout outs. Happy birthday to Dan Gaskin, Soul Snipe, and Kobe, a.k.a. Swifty FPS. Belated birthdays, that is. Sure. Shout out to everyone who was following sub during the live show. So last week we had Big Dog 2324 and Silly Mikey. Thank you guys for the follows. Greatly appreciated. Community Creations. Halo memes every day. Reddit.com. Yeah. Check it out. Clips of the week number 62 by High Tech Red Deck. Beth thought she wasn't going to be able to get a video. She thinks she's able to. Stay tuned tomorrow for that. Tashi reaches out. This is by Tashi. If you're an editor for YouTube and social media, comment down below. We want to put together a list of editors so we can share with Halo content creators who are in need. Add any info and links you think are relevant as well. So go to that tweet. Put that information in there if you know of anybody. Tesla Model 3 Master Chief Edition by Big Hungry 2X. It's really fucking cool. Speaking of Halo model editions, there is a car in my roleplay server that has uh, UNSC badging. It's oh, a Ford Raptor. It's a Ford Raptor with UNSC badging. I, I can dig it. Uh, Halo 3 loading screen on PC in 4K. This is by Zephorium. Uh, so for those who don't know what this loading screen is, back in Halo 3 original, there was a loading screen that would ha happen, not all the time, but sometimes where it was the ring forming. Oh, sure. And... It was, it was really fucking cool. And so somebody remade that, uh, and you can go check that out. It's on Reddit. D Dave, it's a, no, you can't buy it. It's a dono car. You, I mean, you could, you have to literally buy it. You have to donate to the server real money so that they can keep the server running to get that car, that Halo truck. Well, there you go. I mean, he still might do it. Maybe. Um, then we have talking to Marty O'Donnell about Halo Infinite, Activision, the Halo 2 Cruncher, and much, much more. This is by Hidden Xperia. It's a two-hour interview with Marty O'Donnell. Previous composer of the Halo games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So check that out. Then we have the big one. Oh. Frosty, the MVP Halo 5 tournament montage edited by Hastings. It's really fucking good. That's the reason, like, I hopped on Halo 5 Friday night. I watched it at work, and I'm like, oh, God, I got to play. It's really, really good. It's up there, probably top five montages for me. Um, and I've watched a lot of montages. Uh, so Snipedown yeah. said... Legend, although I kind of hate you at the same time. Frosty says, I've learned that's a good thing because that's how I felt about you rolling on the floor laughing, rolling on the floor laughing. Raffle, raffle emojis. And then Snipedown says, I saw a lot of the V1 Toxic Bradley in this video. Now I know and love the V2 Humble God Bradley. Proud of you, my dude. Reminds me a lot of me because, man, did I used to be a little shit, LOL. So I think he's he's referring to the shooting bodies and whatnot because he yeah. did that a lot. Yep. But you look at his fucking skill, man, and what he was doing. Like, he was really good. He deserved to shoot those bodies. Yep, both it of was, them did. It was always envy. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, it yeah. It was always envy that he Because of snipe down. Yeah. Yep. Just being a big, little shit, like he said. Big, yep, being a little shit. It's great. Uh, that's it for the community creations. Will, Ooh. that's it. I, that's all I got for the fucking show. Therefore, would you please plug it? Find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HGX. HGS Pro Talk, we're on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Citrus, Spotify, and others as well. Leave us a real and let us know about the show. Find us on Discord during the community discussion. We are on uh, Halo Waypoint, Xbox Club, Spartan Company. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Esportspedia for the socials. You'll also have our own website and merch store. So go check those out. Probably the fastest I've ever done the plugs. Josh, 
close us out, man. What do we got on the next episode? On the next episode, we are going to talk about the predictions of the upcoming Xbox event and Halo Infinite showing. And ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 135 HS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. I want to thank you very much for watching. If you're tuning into the live show, thank you very much for taking it. We'll be back next week to talk about some more Halo shit. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for the after show. It's going to be brief. We're going to talk about jokes and shit, and then we're getting the fuck out of here. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, bye-bye!